Hello and welcome to episode 35 of Life in General. My name is Nick. I am Ian. Why do you guys say it all weird like that? I don't again? know. I'm trying to is make that, shit thing? up. It's, like, you want, it's Robot Ian. So I'm joined by Robot Ian today. Yeah. You need to... I, I think I need some repair because I'm a terrible robot. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, Not to be confused with an invisible robot. Invisible robots? Yes. Um... <laughs> As always, any uh, questions or comments, you can email us at lifeinjournalmi at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, check us out on Twitter at. Yeah. Check us out on Twitter at LIGPod. <laughs> Take two and you still fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I That's know. all right. Hey. Um, check out our website, uh, lifeinjournalpodcast.com. Uh, we've got all of our previous episodes on there. Um, we are available on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, just about anywhere else that you can find podcasts, you should find us. Indeed. Um, so for anyone out there, this is actually take two of this episode because yeah. I kind of screwed up and messed up the first one. Luckily, we caught the mess up before the show had completed. The, well, yeah, it wasn't very far into it, no. so... so. So this is take two. So we should be a little bit more polished at this one now, Ian. Yeah. I'm more prepared this time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause once again, Ian has no notes or anything. I have all the notes in the world. It's called the internet. Yeah. Right at my fingertips. So, um, back in February. Yes. Well, shit. So <laughs> <laughs> I know it's, it's weird having to go over all this. It, again. Yeah. It's Cause like, I, I, we, I already covered all this shit and I got to talk <laughs> about it again. So, uh, back in February, there was a, I think it was New York Times, released a uh, a a list ranking presidents from best to worst from one to forty five. Right. So, and it kind of gave me this idea about doing a top ten list about presidents. And then Ian, you had suggested the same thing too. Mm-hmm. So it was something I'd already kind of thought been thinking about, right. but yeah, it's kind of it just kind of worked out. Um, and. I don't know. I'm always. I've always been a big fan of lists. And mm-hmm. should I talk about the the episode that I told you? Yes. Yeah, we might as well just completely God. repeat everything we did the last. <laughs> so, last, uh, um, so we did a, an episode on on uh, conspiracy theories. A couple episodes back, I don't remember mm-hmm. exactly what it was. Yep. And then just happened to be the last week. I was listening to one of my favorite shows. It's called You're on the List. It's kind of where we got the idea for the doing the top ten list mm-hmm. and all that stuff from. And uh, they had the guys on there from Tinfoil Hat, I think is the name of the podcast. I guess I should have looked. I should have looked that up in between takes, you know. Um, well, I mean, when I whenever I enter a room, my unpreparedness and and basic incompetence tends to to spread. It's like a contagion. Is that what that so, is? Yeah. So you're you're bound to to suffer a little bit from that. <laughs> um. So yeah, it, it, and it's it's really interesting because the the guys from Tinfoil Hat are. One guy is kind of, I'm pretty sure he's a 9-11 truther. The yeah. other guy is, uh, doesn't believe we landed on the moon. And mm-hmm. so they go, they, but they really know their shit when it comes to conspiracy theories. Like they go deep in this, in they this shit. They know it, yeah. And, uh, and it was, it's really interesting to, to listen to the back and forth because, uh, the guys from you're on the list get kind of heated with them yeah. about some of the stuff. Um, they, they like lightly touch on to the, on the whole, uh, earth is hollow thing. And all that, so it, it's just really- so essentially everything. I mean, they obviously didn't steal from us, but we can kind of like in our own minds think that maybe they stole from us because we steal from them all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You know, 
It's reciprocal. Yeah, you know? something like that. Something like that. Yeah. But yeah, well, it just you know, bloat our self-importance a little bit. Yeah. So if if you if you're out there, I mean, if you want to listen to something really interesting, I think it's definitely mm-hmm. a, uh, an episode to listen to. Yeah, it's going to be my first time listening to them, but it's definitely something. It's kind of it's going to be my. Uh, uh, foot in the door for the, the podcast because there, as much as we've talked about him, I've just never gotten. Yeah, to yeah. So to the, the name of the show is "You're on the List." And it's with uh, Brett Ernst and uh, Pete Giovine, or the, mm-hmm. the com- comedians. Okay, so it's it, it's funny. It's yeah. Um, but yeah, check that out. But uh, yeah, so we wanted to kind of do our own list uh, when it came to presidents. So we decided mm-hmm. to do a a top ten list of U.S. presidents. Yep, our own personal opinions. Of yes, course, of course. But... And first off, I want to say neither one of us are. Are presidential scholars by any means? No. So, well, I mean, I I know how how awesome of a president I would make, but it's probably more. Yeah, um, probably not. You'd be surprised. Yeah, I, I doubt that. I don't know if I could vote for you. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't vote for you. Really, you wouldn't vote for me? No, you're too centrist for me, <sighs> and I'm too lefty for you. Probably. Which is so? Which is it, it's funny because I'm I'm very liberal. You are, you know? but there's a lot of things you're very centrist on like that i don't think you should be centrist on like what i don't know i mean we've talked about it in our conversations i don't know i didn't come prepared i don't think about this shit. God. i don't think about what i'm saying i just talk <laughs> but i know um, there's been times where you've said things and i'm like wow and 20 years ago that probably would have been right of center probably so uh, yeah i'm sure a lot of stuff is you know because yeah. i don't know I, I i try to be a little more pragmatic about stuff but i don't know mm. Well, me too, but I mean, pragmatism is is my is everything that I am. But I just I you know I, when it comes to my political views, I'm very we'll say at least three steps to the left of center. You know, I, I wouldn't say that I'm, for the most. Part. I wouldn't say I'm centrist on a lot of stuff. I would I would just say that I'm a little bit more, even though I might have strong like liberal beliefs in, on some things. There are some things where I could agree on some of the rights point of views maybe okay i, I wouldn't issues. say i would agree but i i guess i'm not so far to the left that i'm not willing to find common ground um but because definitely like, definitely more left than you yeah, think um overall well because like with with like abortion mm-hmm. i could i could agree to putting uh bans on abortion after say 24 weeks yeah after after the point of viability Basically. Point of viability, yes. yes. Is twenty four weeks viable? Roughly, yes. Uh, see, that's that's. 20, see, I have a problem because it was isn't it twenty weeks? Is what a lot of the states are going for um, right now, and twenty weeks. Oh, there's some women who don't even know they're pregnant in twenty weeks. Um, fuck, man. If you don't know you're pregnant by weeks. five months, I mean, that's just. Oh, I guess so. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I mean, that's, I've never that's, been pregnant. That's so five I'm not months. Sure. Oh, yeah, that's, that's five that. months. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I, I don't know. It, no, I, I agree with you on the viability thing because, you know, if once the, I mean, we're not having an abortion conversation. I agree with you. I don't want to get yeah, too deep into no, that. No, no, no. But but there are a lot of people on the left that 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 say no. There should be absolutely no. Restrictions, just like the right has says the same thing about about gun laws. Right, you know, each side has their own extreme, extreme. Yeah, um, and, and unfortunately, extreme points of view. God, this we're I'm so far off fucking topic. That's but, okay. Uh, we'll get back to it. <laughs> you know, the the most of America isn't on 
the far right or far left when it comes to topics like that. But it's that. the far They're, right and far left that are the that most dr- vocal. They, they drive the narrative. Yeah. But most of the com- most of the country on topics like that are a little bit more centri- yeah. centrist. And that's why I say, you know, I could uh, – maybe that's why I come off more centrist sometimes. Perhaps. Because I can Because I can meet – I can – I can see that common ground. I can meet. I can meet you in the middle somewhere. If you're willing to come my way, I'm willing to come your way a little bit, depending on the topic. For obviously. me, it's <clears throat> you can be extreme left or extreme right. And when I say extreme, my level of extreme, like I said, maybe two or three steps to the left, or two or three steps to the right of center. But you also, as long as you're willing to alter your your view or change your mind. When presented with rational, demonstrable evidence, yes, to the point, yeah. you know, if you come at me with um, why we need more guns, because I'm I'm not, I believe we don't need more guns. I'm not saying we don't need any guns, but I'm saying we don't need more guns. But if you come to me with real, accurate, scientifically proven statistics that say that having more guns will make a difference, which they haven't. I'm just using this as an example, yeah. but. I'm rational enough, and I guess I can be centrist enough to see the value in that kind see, of uh, and, and rational that, thinking. And I think that's what we need more of. We need more of people in government that can say, look, I'm going to stand by my principles. Mm-hmm. But standing by my principles, I'm not going to let that get in the way of making sensible policy for the country. Right. Based on evidence, based on exactly facts. because that's what that's how our government ran for a very long time. Yeah, not it's, anymore. It, it's it, it, well, I mean, it's not something that's happened overnight. No, this is something that has evolved for the last forty years, forty fifty years. I would even years. say farther probably back, even longer than that. Yeah, maybe a little bit farther than that. But well, I mean, I'm I'm thirty eight, so I mean, I I don't know really, you know, how you it was speak to you, the, you know, yeah. prior to that. But. Well, I'm 40, so I know I know a lot yeah, more. You're, yeah, you're <laughs> so fucking old. I, my my wisdom is is you know. You have an abundance of wisdom. I now. do, I do. No, yes. I'm, I'm a wizened, I'm a wizened old man now. <laughs> Jackass. Um, I have a couple gray hairs to prove it. <laughs> so um, anyway, <laughs> so back to our top 10 list. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it does kind of circle to. I a guess little so bit, because but, I mean, we are doing top 10 presidents. Yeah. I don't know. Throw uh, you want to throw something out sure. there? Sure. Like I, I think I said in the in the first take, let's start with number one. I mean, not number one on our list, but the number one president, the first president. George Washington. Mr. Washington, as I pointed out, mushroom head. Mushroom head. His yeah. head looks like a fucking mushroom. And I said it looked like a penis, but yeah. it's okay. Which, you know, it's, it's yeah, all the same. same thing. Um, um, more so on the dollar bill than in the picture I'm looking at, but, you know, it is what it is. What And, and uh, what were some interesting things that Mr. Washington was known for? Well, I, I learned today <laughs> that he, uh, he, he established the six-member Supreme Court. Yes. Okay, so on the first take, Ian didn't know any of this stuff, <laughs> other, other than the fact that he was the first president and he was the uh, commander-in-chief in defeating the British. Yes. So then, yeah. Now I learned that he, he established a six-member Supreme Court. Yes, he, he, he did that in Navy. 1789. He established the uh, U.S. Navy in 1794. Hmm. Um, he was president for a long time. I didn't realize um, and uh, in, throughout his presidency, he really uh, rebuilt the relationship that the U.S. had mm-hmm. with, with Britain, uh, eventually giving them uh, uh, most favored nation status um, in return for the British uh, vacating their forts out west, which eventually led to— you say to, out west, though, at this time? West, west western, was like, no, no, it was like western—yeah, you're right, you're yeah. right. 
It was like it was like Pennsylvania. (laughs) (laughs) No, it wasn't that. It was it was more like Missouri or right. Okay, but it wasn't the the West as we no 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 no. It was like the Midwest. Yeah, at least I think it was. I'm not really sure. I guess I didn't really have to look in a map. I I don't know how far west um, we moved at that point. Yeah, because I know a lot of it was owned. Well, Texas and all that was 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 owned by Mexico. 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 Well, and we purchased Louisiana from the French, right? Correct. which we'll get into that later. Yes, also. we will. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, George Washington's got to be on a list. At every list I looked at, he was on. Well, there. see, and that's the thing. I don't know if I'd put him in the top ten because, as I started really? to point out, when we realized we were um, recording in a, improperly, um, he himself even considered the presidency to be more of a figurehead position. Yeah, but he really it didn't hold the same status that it does now and i and again i could be wrong but i was under the impression that there were even presidents before him but there they, weren't, we weren't hadn't established ourselves as a nation but well they, they held that that particular that position level yes. kind of but thing. i think there was like six before yeah five, something but like. i mean they, but, again before it was before the establishment of the country but george washington really helped lay the foundation for a lot of the for what a president is yeah and, and a lot of the establishment a lot of what the establishment positions are throughout the government. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, like I said, I don't know if I'd put him on a top ten just because he was the first. I, I would definitely. Well, it's and, not, if, and, and if, it's not. It's not so much on, on because he was the first president. Right. It was just he did so much, especially for the 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 founding of America. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he was a revolutionary yeah. general, and yes. And he was, um, and he did it at the cost of his. Um, well, he betrayed his own his own military because he was a general in the British Army. Yep. And he he and defected. I be- which, and I believe you know, he had three or four horses shot out from below, from beneath him also. Oh. And there's the the, the crossing of the Delaware that the famous uh, thing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I have an, I have an American history education, so <laughs> of of American history, which says a lot, honestly. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I would definitely have to put him on a. I, yeah, I, we'll talk about it. Yeah, I, I mean, okay. We'll but, have to uh, compromise. I think maybe at number ten, but but uh, Abraham Lincoln, I think, has got to be on there. Oh, for sure. It, I mean, if not one, he's two. Yeah. You know, and then that's where we're we might have some de- little bit of debate, not arguing, but debate on who should be number one. And Abraham I mean, Lincoln's going to be in contention. For personally, that. I I would put Lincoln number one. Um. Just because he did so much, he he did so much. Not only did he did he you know is he known for the Emancipation Proclamation, Gettysburg Address. Um, he also signed the Homestead Act in 1862 that allowed uh, poor people to obtain land at basically little or no cost, just as long as they had not taken up arms against the United States during the Civil War. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess not. I guess not necessarily during the Civil War, but I think at any time. Oh. Was that a common thing for people to just go, I'm taking up arms against the United States? Um, No, but I guess if you were, I mean, well, I mean, it's just 16th president, so I'm sure you, you're you right, because probably no one was uh, was really alive yeah, from the They didn't have the, the yellow War. flags with the black snake saying, don't tread on me yet. And, yeah. You know, I think that kind of came later. So, yeah, you're probably right. It probably was. Uh, the Civil War the situation. Sub- yeah. Um, and then, of course, he he fought and won the Civil War with it. I mean, as the leader. Of the, yeah, you know. yeah. But I mean, but, but what I was what I was getting at was uh, Civil War aside. Um, you know, he like I said, Homestead Act. Um, he he signed the uh, Land Grant Act 
1962, 1962, 1862, 1862 Jesus. <laughs> <clears throat> you knew what the hell I meant. Yeah, I, I did know, but, uh, you know. 1862. I'm not used to talking about the 1800s, uh, the olden days. Yeah. But, well, uh, the so, 1900s are the olden days yeah, now. I know. I know. Uh, the Land Grant Act basically gave uh, land to new universities uh, just as long as they were low cost or no cost to the mm-hmm. students. Michigan State is a land-grant university. Penn State's also an, a, a land-grant university. There's a bunch of land-grant universities hmm. that came from that. Um, uh, in July, July of uh, 1862, we also uh, signed the bill that created the Commissioner of Internal Revenue, which basically later became the IRS. It's funny because I was actually just about to ask you, how at a time when it wasn't legally mandatory to pay taxes, and I would guarantee, I wouldn't guarantee, but I would assume that not a lot of people paid taxes. No, no. Where actually, did all that money come from? Um, Where did the money for the government come from? Because legally, I mean, I guess it, maybe it was legally, you were legally obligated, so, but there was no okay, so, legal recourse so to take people to- I was just trying to, I was trying to remember which president it was. It was James Madison. After War of 1812, mm-hmm. um, it, it established- um, uh, a a tax policy that was that was uh, tariff, based. It, it was tariff based that really ushered in the uh, in unprecedented prosperity in the U.S. That was mainly because of the the tariffs, okay. and that within that was that way and and through through the early 1900s. So, yeah, there are the tax codes and stuff that we as we see them now really didn't go into effect until World War II. Yes. Because they needed money to pay for the war. Yeah. So, you know, so you were asking about taxes. That's that's where okay. that's yeah. where the, the I, t- and I didn't know that. So yeah, I learned that's where the money too. was coming from was was that. Um so basically that that later became the IRS. Um in 1863, he signed the National Banking Act that created our national banking system also. Hmm. So, Mr. Lincoln was a little bit more than just the Civil War guy. The Civil War That's, guy. But, I, you know, historically speaking, he's always going to be defined by the Civil War. Yeah, of course right? he will be. And It was a defining moment in, in our country. Yeah, and defined by by why we fought that in the first place, although there are a lot of people today who are trying to rewrite the history of why we I know. fought that war. I used to live by a bunch of them. Yeah. Yes. For the record, it was fought because white people wanted to continue to own black people. That is why we fought against it, and that is why we won. Because you know, yes. for the most part, I think the good guys should usually yep. beat the bad guys. So, so anyway, so if 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 Lincoln is going to be your your one or two, who would who would the other one be? Uh, the between it's between him and, and Roosevelt, Franklin. Roosevelt. Yeah. Um, and that's because of his defining um, accomplishments. His, le- his legacy his legacy was not only wartime being a wartime president um and though he didn't survive to the very end of the war i mean he was a wartime president through and through but also his his policies technically they're not technically essentially the new deal which really got us out of the great depression yeah um and i as far as wartime president i would say a lot of people would say that that's also a knock on him that that took him so long to get into World War Two. But his, if you look at the his, history, his he wanted to. He he wanted to get us in there a lot a lot sooner than what we did. He sure didn't act like it. No, because he wasn't he didn't being allowed to. There were he his um his political rivals were were pushing for isolationism, yeah. and and he had to go along with that because 
again, it's one of those situations where if you're trying to push domestic policy that is not very popular amongst your peers, but is doing the right thing, you don't want to um, potentially damage those yeah. policies by having to compromise on other things. And I think that's a lot of why we didn't get into the war sooner. Yeah. But a lot of people say that, a lot of people knock him for that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean historically speaking, if you I you always wonder, you know, if this had happened differently, would this have you know, and World War Two is a big one. That's the one that a lot of people go to. There's yeah. been a lot of um alternative history books written on it, you know, fictional. Uh, alternative history man books. in the high castle man which is, is a, a tv show tv exactly. show which is a fantastic show yeah i haven't had a chance to catch up on it yet but um I, it's, uh, it's on my list they've been greenlit for season three i think they're they? working on it right now cool um oh yeah i like to have a little bit of uh a, you know catalog catalog of stuff before i ignore it for years like i have with game of thrones and stuff <laughs> like that uh but uh so there's a lot of what ifs there as I see it, there's a lot of a lot of good came out of it. A lot of good came out of the struggle that, yeah, you know, is with all human endeavors yeah. forged in steel. Yeah, adversity breeds innovation, and where we're at today is as a result, essentially, of what we had to go through for through World War II. That being said, if we if we had gone in sooner. The outcome could have changed, and we would be possibly, possibly in a different place because we would have gone in less prepared. Maybe, uh, maybe know? not. I mean, we, you don't know. You don't know we how don't, it would. We, turn we out. don't know, but you know, it's it's one of those things that you can't. I don't. I don't want to look back on history and say Roosevelt should have gone in sooner, even though he probably should have, and I know he wanted to. A lot yeah. of the a lot of the history books that I or the history stories I've read on him and documentaries I've seen have indicated that he was prepared to get into the war. Um, in 39. Yeah. And by 40 it, for sure. Yeah, Not I, I, into the war, but he was, he was adamant that Hitler was a, was a threat by 39. And yeah. he was definitely. Wasn't, wasn't he Hitler time man of the year in 39? I think it was 38. Was it 38? I think it was 38. But okay. I could be wrong. It was one of those. It was. Because by 39, he was already starting to move across Europe. Yeah, I guess so. so. Maybe it was 38. Um, and 38 was the Olympics. Okay. So okay. Yeah, I guess that makes sense then. So, you know, historians have said that he, it's it was obvious that he saw Hitler as the same type of threat that that Britain did, and it kind of fell on deaf ears. There are a lot of Americans, specifically in in politics and and in power, who were who were Nazis. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't. They 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 embraced the Nazi philosophy mm -hmm. and they didn't see Hitler as a threat because they wanted to kind of impose those kind of philosophies here in the country, in our country. Yeah. So it was difficult for, for Roosevelt to be able to push a, a, a forceful militaristic agenda against a, a political ideal until it actually was knocking on our door. Yeah, so. I, I definitely, I, d I can definitely see that. So not, you know, going back and looking at it and saying, well, he should have gone in sooner. Yeah, he sh maybe he should have, and I think he wanted to. But it, those decisions were made, and they were, and when the the time came, he ushered us through yeah. a very difficult time. And not just 
through the war, but also through yeah, you know, and and uh, I think that's I think that's a little bit more. I think he's got more of a legacy than people really know about. I mean, obviously, people know about the New Deal, right? Creating Social Security and the mm-hmm. and the banking reforms and everything that he pushed through the, the social time. safety net. But uh, you know, I don't think a lot of people know that shortly after his take after he took office, he closed all the banks. Every bank in the U.S. Mm-hmm. he closed them. They established the FDIC, um, and they wouldn't reopen the banks until Congress passed reform. Mm-hmm. So the banks were closed for three or four days, whatever it was. Um, so they they reopened all the banks, and because of the uh, the Emergency Banking Act that they passed, it gave the public confidence once again in their local banks. Right. So all these people that have been stashing money in their houses deposited in the bank and shortly uh, it created a, the, the, a, an the, economic system again. yes well it was the the following i think it was the following monday after that it was the largest upswing in the stock exchange history well probably until recently no i think even still now oh, i think really? i think it's still the single largest gain hmm. in one day because we've had some pretty massive gains in the last say 10 15 years and, it, and if it has been passed it's still pretty high up there true um so yeah i mean he he did a lot of that um he established a minimum wage, mm-hmm. um, Fair Labor Standards Act in uh, in essentially everything that Republicans today are still trying to destroy. Oh no no no! We'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah. Um, the <laughs> uh, he also helped create the United Nations. Yeah. Um, Is my mic still on? I think no, I you turned your mic off. Oh, I did. No, there's a button on the side, Ian. There's a button on the side. See where it says on off. Oh man. Is it? Is it on? Am I back? Yeah, look at that. Ian, Yay! Ian rejoined the show. I have opposable thumbs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <sighs> Sorry, I was messing with my mic and I turned it off. No. Now you people know what I deal with all the time. Yeah, well. So there's a lot. I think there's a lot of stuff. And I think you can say that for probably almost any president we talk about. There's always so much stuff on the backside that doesn't get talked about in your history classes because it's not the war. It's not the depression. It's not, you know big speeches it's little stuff behind the scenes that's that's given or, or created these these huge positive impacts for generations afterwards well that 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 might come into play with my number three which would be jefferson because okay. he's not i mean historically speaking he, he's not talked about a lot no but uh, the louisiana purchase which we mentioned yep uh, do we mention in this side or the the, the the defunct episode. I don't remember. But I, don't, anyway, I don't remember. I know. Because uh, we, we I, said we were going to get back yeah. to it. I wasn't sure if it was this one. It might have been this one. But anyway, Louisiana Purchase. But my my thing with Jefferson, honestly, is more of what he did before he was president. And that is... Bang, is banging the slaves? Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, by that standard, but, and, and we should. It should always be talked about. You don't want to... Um, you know, quote unquote, whitewash history. But a lot of the things that Jefferson did essentially came down to articulating what a democracy should be. Yeah. And and not articulating it as not just articulating it, but creating a literary guide uh-huh. for it, because he wrote the Declaration of Independence. He helped write the Bill of Rights. He mostly wrote the Bill of Rights. Yeah. Um, he is the literary father of our democracy, and I don't think he's 
given a lot of the credit that no, he deserves no. for that. Um, taking that into account, his his um, at the time he was he was a slave owner, mm-hmm. but he was also known for freeing a lot of his slaves, even um, and not being a cruel. Not and then again, I don't want to whitewash history, but as far as slave owners go, he was at the better end of it. But Theor- a lot of the- theoretically, lot of, theoretically, but a lot of the the. Um, ideals and principles that he input into those literary works that we, that defined our democracy were the same ones that Lincoln was able to use and establish that slavery was wrong. Mm -hmm. So because even though he was himself a slave owner, he kind of created the uh, fundamentals with which a future generation could put, Take that out of the equation. Absolutely. So, you know, I, like I said, I, I don't want to take away from the fact that, yes, he was a slave owner, and yes, but, he was intimate but, with his slaves. But look at it this way, and this is something that a lot of people don't don't know, and it's another thing that doesn't get talked about, was in uh, in March of, of, I think it was 1807, he helped pass legislation through Congress that ended the slave trade in the yes. United States, yeah, yep. um, which didn't go into effect till January 1808. But that was the earliest point that, that, that the constitution would let them end the slave trade. Mm-hmm. So at least to the intercontinental, exactly. Bringing them in, bringing them in. Yes. So, cause he couldn't obviously at that time, he, there, there, he wasn't, he, he wasn't have abolished slavery. No, no, and I don't think he really wanted to at that point, but see, that's hard to say. Cause I, I you read, you, you look at some of the things he's written and, that's it why it I said seemed I like want, he, it seems like he saw he, it as kind he, of a necessary evil. He's, exactly, but he did see it as an evil. Yeah, and you know you don't again. I don't want to whitewash it, but I, you don't want to take away from the fact that he had the foresight to know. And I honest, I I personally believe that a lot of the things he put into the way he worded things, I think he was anticipating that. He, he I'm sure he probably saw it coming yeah. at some point, right? And it wasn't that much longer. I mean, we're talking fifty years. Yeah, you know, between the time that a lot of, that he was president and and the time that slavery went away. Um, but Thomas Jefferson also drafted the uh, the Virginia Statute for Religious Freedom. That dis- now that now, that, just, uh, that curiosity- di- hold on that disestablished the Church of England in Virginia. Yes, but it was also because at the same time when he was president, and I think I've told you the story, he received a letter. From the Baptist of Danbury, yeah, and they were yep. writing to him because he was being they were being persecuted for their religious beliefs in their own town, and he and that was when he the establishment clause part of it was he was working on drafting mm-hmm. it. Um, he wrote back to them and said there will always be a wall of separation between yep. religion and the government. Yep. Now, do you know who the who were persecuting the Baptist of Danbury? Who's that? The Congregationalist of of Danbury, of which course. they're both Christians. Of course, they were being persecuted by their own well, fucking yeah. faith. Oh, but, you, but you get that in there's there's what is it? Uh, Lutherans that have uh, what is it? Missouri and Missouri uh, Synod and Wisconsin Synod. Yeah. So I mean, it, there's there's uh, it's still I know it still goes on, and we're not going to get into it. But so, I, I have a solution for that. So they uh, so he he drafted the the religious freedom. Mm-hmm. Act of the time, right? Um, he but all, he his all, was to establish that it had no place in the public square, correct, yeah. as far as government sanction. 
Correct. He 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 wanted everyone to to practice however they chose saw fit. amongst um, themselves. He also he also created the University of Virginia, which is actually what's on the one thing that's on his tombstone. If you read his tombstone, it says nothing about being president. I know. Well, there's there was a I don't know if it's still going on, but there was a, a strong movement in the early 2000s to diminish his contribution to history primarily because of his views on the establishment clause. Yeah. And the first amendment which guarantees the freedom of religion but the uh removal of religion from the political theater essentially. Yeah, so his his tombstone actually says here was buried Thomas Jefferson, author of the Declaration of Independence of, of the author of the it's kind of hard to read. It's kind of blurry. It's, it is, yeah. Author of the Declaration of American Independence of the Statute of Virginia. For the, so it's saying that this and that okay, yeah. uh, of the Statue of Virginia f- and for uh, religious freedom and father of the University of Virginia. So it doesn't say anything about being president. Being president. Mm-hmm. And he was the third, I believe. Yes, he United was. States? He was the third president. My my screen saver went on from March fourth to eighteen oh one till March fourth of eighteen oh nine. Which ironically, we kind of skipped over John Adams, but I think history kind of skips over John Adams a little bit too. Yeah. Um, he was president from March 4th, 1797 to March 4th of 1801, and Jefferson was president from March 4th, 1801 to March 4th of 1809. March 4th seems to be a consistent thing going through all the way till the ninth president. Yeah. And That's when they changed Because he to... died in office. Oh. Um, literally one month of the day after taking office. Yeah. I forgot about that, yeah. That was William and then, Henry Harrison. And then the March 4th thing kicks back in until the 12th president. But he died in office, too. <laughs> it was That's, later on, though, until he changed it to January, right? Yeah, I guess. Because January 20th. I'm already now. up to... Uh, and it was pretty late. It was like the early, late 1800s, early 1900s when they changed it, I want to say. Well, Off the top um, of my head. Um, again, Lincoln changed it because he died in office. Yeah. Um, through no fault of his own. Yep. I did not know this. I uh, it changes in Garfield with Garfield, um, uh, Garf. Uh, yeah, James Garfield. Who was the tw- James A. Garfield twentieth twentieth president? Yeah, okay. uh, but he died in office, and then we we'll go back to the fourth. Like wow. I said, it was yeah, it was it was just not too March fourth was the day. Yes, that was the no- day of inauguration. Mm-hmm. Um. It changed. It changed after Roosevelt. Okay, so yeah, I was right. Yeah. Early nineteen. Yeah, nineteen forty. Well, obviously Roosevelt died in office in April. April of forty five. Oh, so it was mid mid nineteen hundreds. Um, Truman was president from April forty five till January twentieth of nineteen fifty three. Okay. Um, and, and speaking of John Adams, um, on that poll that uh, came out from the New York Times back in February, John Adams was ranked fourteenth. Huh. Yeah. Do we know much about him? Because I honestly don't. I don't either. Uh, He he was um, Washington's vice president, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's and I know he was one of the signatories on the. Yeah, I didn't have I didn't have on my list. I didn't do a whole lot of research into him. So you just kind of did your list, and then that was it. Um, No, no, no. I picked. I I did fifteen. I did fifteen presidents that I I thought I could entertain on a list somewhere. Mm -hmm. Some of them are like very fringe. Yeah, but. 
Yeah, the fringe ones I'm not even going to talk about. But I came prepared with all 45 listed, so. <laughs> Go to hell. Go to hell. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, and when I say fringe, I mean like Jimmy Carter. I wouldn't put Jimmy Carter on a top 10 list. Right, neither would I. Um, but, but he's one of those ones who probably may could have been if he had gotten a chance to. He's But, but the reason I, I kind of looked into him was just because he's done so much. For outside of office, outside yeah. of office, you know, with Habitat for Humanity, with the Carter Center, which is um, does a lot for um, 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 impoverished and oppressed people throughout the world. They yeah. uh, the the Carter Center goes around and makes sure that uh, countries are doing um, free and legal um, elections. Yeah, is what word I was trying to think of. Yeah, his and his, so, his diplomacy, the, the his diplomatic endeavors have been very positive too. Even when he was in office in, yeah. se- in, in seventy-eight. Well, some would argue that he lost all his office because of his his diplomatic failings. Well, when he ran a hostage situation. Well, that that well, I know, I know. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of detail that I'm just talking well, about. Uh, well, overall, the de- well, the detail is that, that uh, the Republicans sabotaged it. Yeah, and, and the 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 incoming. Israeli president at the time, I mean Iranian president at the time, they actually came out and did a uh, an interview. I want to say it was 2010, where he said that during the U.S. or the lead up to the U.S. election, he was actually approached by the people from the Reagan uh, campaign mm-hmm. um, that said, "Hey, go ahead and hold those hostages until after the election, and then we'll do an arms deal with you." Yeah. And that's why, the, the, and that's, and then that almost cost several people their their freedom in terms of yeah. going to jail. Well, that and the fact that, um, you know, and that's why the hostages were released, like literally two hours, like it was like two hours after the inauguration, right? Um, but anyway, go back to what I was going to say though. In seventy eight, he did the, uh, he sat down with the Israeli Prime Minister and the Egyptian President, um, for the Camp David Accords. Mm-hmm. So they they he helped. Um, come to an agreement between the two to to give up territory that was taken in the 73 war so i mean it, he did there, there was a lot of stuff i think that that jimmy carter obviously gets knocked on for a lot of stuff right. but there i think there's some stuff behind the scenes that he probably should get credit for that he really doesn't right and i and i should point out that he's one of the good christians um <laughs> i call him he's he's the ones that he's one of the ones who um lives by his his beliefs he does Full, he does. wholeheartedly he does. and doesn't judge people because he's very he's been very open about uh equal rights for uh mm-hmm. lgbtq yep um and i haven't heard him say much about abortion i'm not honestly. sure either i haven't, I haven't, I haven't heard anything that. but um specifically he's been very open about that which a lot of his contemporary christian cohorts are not not the ones sitting across the table from you i, I are you one of jimmy carter's cohorts no but okay or I um, should say peers. The uh, another person that would like I would say like on the fringe would be someone like uh, Woodrow Wilson, who I guess his probably the only big thing he really ever did was uh, creating the uh, the League of Nations. Mm, I mean, after the first world, war. yeah, after the first war. Yeah. And it's difficult to say because it's it's kind of I mean it's downplayed in the sense that World War One doesn't have the uh, historical significance. No, in our history books is World War Two. Um, although, if it weren't it, World War, the end, the way World War One was handled, the way the armistice was handled, is the direct reason why we had to fight in World War Two. Yeah. Um, but uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even have thought of him technically as a war president because our role in World War One was 
a little it was it was almost distant yeah i mean we had we had soldiers there we were fighting in the war but we were doing it through our our allies armies i mean we were more of a support team than we were you know in there just to fight yeah so i don't know i wilson is well that's why i said wilson's conduct during the treaty was it was it was the Treaty of Versailles, correct? That ended the World, First World War. God, you're, I'm drawing a blank. Whatever I, I, the whatever the treaty was, he allowed the British government and the French government, and I, and from what I've read, against his better judgment, he allowed them to dictate the terms of Germany's surrender, yeah. which utterly destroyed. Germany for de- for for nearly a decade, and it allowed Hitler to rise to power. It was more than a decade. Yeah, well, I mean, they were like yeah. third world country for Oops. a decade yeah. because of that. Um, and he did nothing to to stop it. And again, against his better judgment, there's letters written that he said it was a it was bad, it was a bad deal. But he didn't do anything yeah. to to force it, the issue. And that's kind of why I said he's. He I, he's on the fringe. I wouldn't necessarily put him in right. the list. Uh, James Monroe was another one. See, I know nothing about Monroe. Uh, well, he's the fifth president. Uh, really, kind of the really only big thing he did was uh, his uh, the Monroe, Monroe Doctrine, uh, which considered you know, European efforts to colonize areas in the in the in the Americas as an act of aggression. Um, he also drafted the uh, Missouri Compromise, which. Barred slavery north and west of the newly formed state. Hmm. So it's kind of, you know, I didn't know that. So he, so he did some things. He wasn't a highly successful president. I mean, the let's see what he was. What uh, the fifth president? Yeah. So that 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 for eight years. That February poll had him in uh, as eighteenth overall. So they had him on kind of a fringe yeah. outside. Also, he's on the on the better half of the of the total. Yeah, well, but someone else that I wouldn't necessarily put in a top ten, but probably a lot of people out there would would be JFK. Yeah, it's tough because I would put him on the top ten. He'd have to be low on the list, but not because of any particular failings of his, but more. Just the fact that he didn't have the opportunity no, no. To, to do the things he wanted. He started to do. a lot of things. Yeah, you know, he like not going into Vietnam and taking our troops back out of there. <laughs> you but know, not uh, to get conspiracy theory about it. But I mean, what was it? Two weeks after his assassination, um, Johnson doubled the amount of troops that were going yeah. in, and we were bringing them home before he died. So yeah. it makes you wonder. Um, but you know he. He did sign the Equal Pay Act in '63. Um, he helped really put the the Voting Rights, not the Voting Rights Act, but the um, Civil Rights, the Civil Rights Act of '64 together. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, to Johnson's credit, because Johnson would not be on my list, although he did do some good things. To Johnson's credit, he could have squashed that, and he didn't. He pushed that forward. No, because Kennedy couldn't. Get pushed through. If it wasn't for Johnson, it wouldn't have gotten. Passed. I don't know. I think it. I no, think Kennedy absolutely it no. He because he would have had he would have had more public support because they wouldn't have had all the protesting going on about it, the war. But it was Johnson's backdoor deals. With, yeah, with, with with 
senators and congressmen in the South that got that deal pushed through. True. And I he did have the benefit and, of being a Southerner himself, which and that's why helped. And, but and that's why I would put I would put Johnson on a list pretty low, nine or ten. Oof. But it's just on the strength of like I said, so the Civil Rights uh, Act of 64, Voting Rights Act of 65. Um, he signed the, the Immigration Nationality Immigration and Nationality Act of 65, mm-hmm. which prior to that act, it was if 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 you weren't a a, a white Northern or, or, or Western European, you had no access to to immigrate to the United States. It wasn't until that act was passed in 65 that it opened up immigration to Latin Americans, to Asians, to Africans, Middle Easterns, mm-hmm. you know. So he really opened up and, and brought more of the melting pot into the United States. Um, his so it's war, his, his fault we need a wall. His, his war on poverty, which a lot of yeah, people, a lot of a lot of people joked about, but he. Well, I still I. Not to joke about it because I think it's 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 a good thing to fight poverty, but declaring war on in, inanimate things. But it worked. It worked. Well, did it? It did because prior prior to to the acts that they put in place, there was twenty three percent of the United States was living below the poverty line. That number dropped to twelve percent. What is it now? Uh, I think it's at sixteen percent. So okay. it's gone slightly back oh, up. Right. Um, That's what I meant. It's like. But you but might you might you, have you, those you, bursts you could so. argue, but look at look he helped push through Medicare and Medicaid. Yeah. Um. The the uh, access to federal housing funding for for low and impoverished people in the United States as I mean, a result the, of the riots. It uh, it doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't care what what caused it to happen. He was the one that helped push all this legislation through. So you can knock on him for Vietnam or whatever. Well, which, I, there's there's. No, I, I would say he not had, damning he, evidence, but there's a considerable amount of circumstantial evidence that could, that could basically mean he was a traitor. No, I I, I highly doubt that. It, only on the strength that he was okay. So in he in, hated Kennedy. I know hated that. I, I know that. I know that. But so before, so in the in the '68 election, mm-hmm. was it '68? Yeah, that was um, the one that Robert was running. Yeah. So it was. The um, Johnson found out that Nixon went behind his back and made a deal with with South Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Johnson had a deal in place to end the Vietnam War in '69. Okay, the war was going to be over. They would have all their troops out by '69 or '70. He had a deal in place with with Vietnam to end it. Mm-hmm. Um, Nixon's people went behind his back yep. and made a deal with the South. And this is not a fucking conspiracy theory. The audio recordings. But I know people out there listening probably think it's crazy, though. There, the audio recordings were released by the White House not too long after Barack Obama took office of a conversation with Lyndon Johnson where the head of the RNC admitted that Nixon had committed treason. Mm-hmm. So... At one, on one hand, you can say, yeah, a lot of people think he, he might have had a, a hand to play in in JFK's death for a more of a buildup in Vietnam. But I have a hard time believing that when he was so dead set against the war by the end of the 70s. Yes. Just a couple by of years later. By the end later. of the 70s, you have to take into account that when when he became president, there wasn't the upheaval of of uh protesting and, and and by by 68 he had realized that the momentum of the 
the country was going very far away from yeah. the war. So he did theoretically, if he did have knowledge or a hand in Kennedy's assassination. And like I said, there is a considerable amount of circumstantial evidence that says that he did circumstantial though. He would have a, a, a good politician would know that the winds of popularity were shifting. Yeah, but you know, he he if he's not <laughs> excuse me. He wasn't running for re-election. It doesn't matter. So he didn't it doesn't matter because he's looking at his legacy and he was looking at again, this is a time where politicians did give a shit about whether he, they were good or I don't or think bad. he did. I really I really don't I, I really I think, don't think he I know. Did. I think he gave a shit about public opinion to a degree because he still was a that old-time type of politician. Okay. Um for better or worse, he he. I believe he truly, whether he did what he did or didn't do, I still think that at the end of the day, you have uh, a group of men that had some level of principle as far as their jobs went. Mm-hmm. You had a you had presidents who didn't get didn't become president in order to. Um, inflate their bank accounts or to push their own personal agendas at least as far as they do today i could see him changing his views there's a lot of people who um and actually this is this is documented he started um suffering from depression Uh which is probably one of the reasons why he wasn't running in 68 possibly and it could be he was starting to feel guilty Theoretically, about what he did. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would, all that aside, he did do some good things. He did a lot he of good things. He will not be on my top ten list. They uh, and I would say that uh, he is number ten on uh, New York Times yeah. list. But yeah, I, if I have to compromise, you can have him at ten or twelve or eleven or twelve. But he's not on my top. I won't they, have uh, him on my top ten. They uh, just to kind of run through some other ones. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt. I mean, is yeah. uh which he, I think he did a lot more out of office, kind of like um, uh, Carter. Well, I mean, he, he he broke up the beef monopoly in the early mm-hmm. 1900s. Um, I think it was six. There was like six beef companies that uh, basically uh, had a deal with each other that, that for price fixing, and he kind of kind of broke all broke all them up in the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know this. He was uh, was chief of police in New York. Really, or commissioner, chief commissioner. Yeah. The the head up of of the police. I didn't know that. It's um, start watching that show, The Alienist. And uh-huh. his, he's a character in it. And oh, okay. that's his role. So I looked it up, and sure enough, huh. he was. But uh, he's probably most known for his conf- con- uh, conservation efforts. Yeah, um, which a lot of them are still in place today. Yeah, he it, it greatly expanded the national forest system. He was also and, a, a game hunter, big game hunter. Yeah, well, you know, so, whatever. I mean, yeah, it's, it was like well, it's, it's kind of and, it's kind of looked down upon now, with, and right, yeah, rightly I mean, so. Well, it was 130 years ago, so. Eh, no, it was 120 years ago. Yeah, he wasn't very popular. No, he wasn't. Especially amongst the rich. No, he wasn't. For a Republican. <laughs> no. I don't know. Who else do you want? Um, well, Eisenhower is someone I would, I'm not maybe necessarily very high, but. I would put him. I, I would, I would I'd definitely him, put him maybe I'd, at like five. I, I'd put him top five. Yeah. Um, um, and mainly just because of his, um, the interstate. The reason we have highways is because of he al- he also founded NASA. And he f- I didn't know that. I, yeah. I knew that he had um, helped 
push for NASA, but yeah. I didn't know he founded it. Uh, he was also the president that sent troops in Arkansas to forcibly integrate public schools three years after mm-hmm. Brown versus Board of Education. Right. So I definitely have him high on the list. And again, another Republican. It's it's amazing how far the Republican Party has fallen from its original roots. So, well, speaking of <laughs> speaking of current presidents, yeah. uh, I, um, I wouldn't have any of our current presidents on the list. I would I would entertain. I had Barack Obama listed as a fringe, just because he did so much in office. Now, now, behold, he it. did some good things. Well, but I do the, have affor- the Affordable Care Act. Yes, uh, the killing of Osama bin Laden. Arguably. The the e- I mean, arguably, I would have. It would have been much better if they could have taken him into custody. Well, he should have been tried, not okay. executed. So easing of, re- of restrictions and and restoring relations with Cuba. Mm-hmm. Um, he signed the stimulus that uh, that stopped the recession from getting even worse. Um. He helped create the Paris Global Climate Change Agreement. He did a lot of good things. Yeah, he, he did helped, a lot of good things. Passed Dodd Frank. I have a hard time though with repealed with, "Don't Ask, Don't Tell" with the U.S. Armed Forces. I have a hard time. All that aside, all that's very good. It's all very positive, and I hope history remembers what his his contributions to our country were. However, he endorsed and pushed forward a drone policy that killed a lot of civilian people. Yeah. More civilians than it killed enemies. Yeah, by like ten to I, one. Well, there's there's not a single president we're gonna say on, that we could list on here that's perfect. I'm not saying perfect, but that's a pretty big thing. Well, they, I mean, they, I, they, I know someone personally who thinks Barack Obama should be brought up on war crime charges. Really? Yes. I wouldn't go that far. I, I said the same thing, but you know, um, you can't argue with the facts, and the facts are a lot of innocent people died because yeah. he endorsed. A technically illegal uh, war policy. I wouldn't say it's illegal. It, it was technically illegal. How? Um, I don't remember exactly how. It, something to the effect that it was, it went above and beyond his authority to engage in because it was technically a war, a drone war. I'd have to look it up, but there, no, it's not. First off, because it's not a war. Not not. Yes, it's not a war in the <laughs> traditional sense, but because we have because we're we, talking over a hundred thousand innocent people. We haven't had a war in a hundred thousand innocent people. Yeah, there are people who have been executed and hung for for less. That's my point. Again, I don't know the inner workings and those, of it. And those numbers, it's really hard to tell if those numbers are even accurate. Yeah. Those they're, are the numbers not. we have. Those are the numbers we have. I'd have to see the source of the numbers. Well, those are the numbers we have. So, again, I voted for him twice. I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not, this is not partisanship. I'm pointing out that, yes, and I did say that I wouldn't have any of the modern presidents on our list past Kennedy. Yeah. Um, I would have made an exception for Carter if he had been president longer. Um, but other than that, no, I wouldn't, I, you're, cause you, you pointed it out. Presidents aren't perfect, and I would be hard I, pressed I, to I find think, I think that, a single president since Kennedy who I hasn't think committed that something has, that could be equated to war. Crimes. I think that has more to do with the fact that you lived in the time. Oh, possibly, possibly. Like I said, you, I, you I were, want history to remember Barack because, Obama's accomplishments because, yes, and his contributions. Yes, and I but and I had you, and I had I had the same issues with their drone policy. But that aside. 
he can't be on a top ten list for I, I think he has done he did a tremendous job and passed a tremendous amount of positive things for this country. True. The eight years he was in office. True. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that. But if you look at the negatives. But like I said, you can say that for any president. Perhaps. I'm just I'm I have a hard time with it. Because if you if you start to excuse and now, now I'm taking the side of this person I was talking about who thinks he should be brought up on war crimes. I disagreed, but I'm going to take his side as far as um, looking at the his- historical significance of it. If you start to excuse the crimes because the person involved did a lot of good things, you basically devalue... The rule of law. Okay, but people, you can say the same thing about Harry Truman. The exact same fucking thing. Oh, I, you can say you're the absolutely exact right. Same thing. You're absolutely right. I wouldn't but, have but, Harry Truman but, on my list but, either. But that's what I'm saying, though. I, well, I would. I wouldn't. I would. Uh, not me. No. When you when you murder fifty thousand people, and I'm not. I say murder because it is murder, whether it was for the right reason or not. Fifty thousand people in the matter of twenty four hours. You don't you don't get to be on a best of list. But it's it's it doesn't matter what it accomplished. It does not matter. It, it does. It does to the to the millions of, of Americans that would have died had we not done that. Yeah. Americans. Okay. Fifty thousand innocent Japanese people died in the blink of an eye. And we would have lost more than that had the had the war kept going. They say that. We don't we don't know that. Any more than we know the exact number of innocent people that have died in the drone wars or the exact number of people who died in you here can, or there. You can, but you can look at the way the war was going in the Pacific and, and, and see that may, maybe We would have won either way. Eventually. 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 You're right. We would have won eventually, but we'd have, we would have lost a whole lot more than 50,000 people. And my grandfather could have been one of them because he was fighting the Pacific. My, so, yeah. My point is, though, so was mine. You, don't, you don't get to take a moral stance on anything if you allow immorality even but if that's it's my point, for is the every right single reason. person, every single one of these presidents, you can have issues with. Not to that extent, though. With We're law. talking to that extent. With the, to that extent of their time, yes, you could. Perhaps I'm. I'm just saying I don't. I disagree wholeheartedly with having Obama. On I mean, there's a lot. There's people out there that have issues with the way that with the way that Lincoln uh, approached the Civil War. I don't. I mean, think, so, I don't, honestly, don't think it could have gone any other way. Than, oh sure, it could have. Oh, I don't think so. It absolutely, it could I don't have. Think so, the the South was going to secede over that issue. The only way it could have gone differently is if Lincoln had just dropped it. That that is a, that was a possibility. Yeah, but he didn't, and he and he was right not to. What, People but, didn't but, die because he. They did. And well, let me finish. Okay. You know, talking over me. Let me finish. People didn't die in the Civil War because. Lincoln was self-serving an agenda. He was doing the right thing. I wouldn't see because I wouldn't say Barack on, Obama on was moral, self-serving either. No, there there are there are there's a huge difference between having um automated machines killing innocent people and fighting a war of principle. 
the the drone war there was no principle involved because it didn't it did not accomplish anything. The civil war accomplished something. Okay, and it was a war of uh, it was a war on the moral side. But but that's what I'm saying though is, is there's, an, you there's can a have, moral benefit. There is to it. there is you can pick any president and find something wrong with them, and that's what I'm saying is you have to look at what what they're the long the only reason I could entertain not putting more current presidents on there is because you can't really see what the long lasting effects of the presidency is. I can sure, see the long lasting sure. effects of Truman. I can see the long lasting effects of Johnson, even though you don't like him. I can see the long lasting effects of. Teddy Roosevelt, of FDR, of Lincoln. Of, uh, oh, I have no problem with Roosevelt. I just, you know, I have, there are limits to what I will excuse for but the benefits. Just, you know, if Barack Obama did nothing but pass the Affordable Care Act, he could be, I, I would put him in the top 10. But see, I, I have issue with the Affordable Care Act. I see it. I see that's potential, but it didn't do anything. It it literally because it got it, it literally boosted the income of the insurance companies. But it, I mean, it helped a lot of people. It helped but it, a shitload of people. It helped a lot of people and the insurance companies. And it was in it wasn't built properly. The, the, it, the it was. Care Act, it was no the the could, and he the, could have gone farther. There, with and it. that's and that's it. And that's what I was. And that's what I'm trying to get to mm-hmm. is yes. It was a it was a good framework, but they took important pieces out of it, and one of the bigger pieces that they put into it, which was the the ability to opt out of the Affordable Care Act in 2016 as a state, if you could provide similar coverage for for your state, which was a provision that was put in to eventually lead to single payer health care in the United States. Mm-hmm. But the problem has been since 2016, no one has been able to put a plan together and pass it in their state. Right. Well, because most of ever since 2017, the beginning of 2017, no one's been, everyone's been trying to just get rid of it yeah, altogether. I know. Well, it but be, the plan itself was not good. It no, was a good starting point. It is a good starting point. No one has ever said got, it's a perfect plan. Nobody. But he got that passed in his first term. By his second term, he should have been pushing to improve it. And he How? wasn't. How? He had he had he had a majority in Congress for fifty six days. Yes, and he should have gotten a much better plan passed. And, and, that and in that time they passed what they passed. They passed the Lilly Lied Better Act, they passed mm-hmm. the Affordable Care Act, they passed the stimulus, they passed Dodd Frank, all in fifty six days. Out, he had a majority. That Affordable Care Act should not have been gutted the way it was. It because, should have been a better plan because he had the majority because, to do it. Because part of the of the supermajority that they had was Lieberman. That's that. That's why. That's why. Perhaps I'm not. I'm. I'm not saying he was the only one making mistakes. Well, that was that was the deal that they that they made with Lieberman to pass the Affordable Care the Affordable Act. Affordable Care taking, Act was taking the the, the was uh, public option out, dipping your toe into the ocean, and he had the ability. He could have put his whole foot in. It would have still been a step. It would have they still would been have, a small but, step. But, but they would never. His, they would have never passed it. That's what I'm saying. Without Lieberman's vote, they would not have passed the Affordable, the Affordable Care Act. I'm just saying. I I'm not. I don't want to take away from his his contributions to history, but I can't overlook the things that I went am, wrong. There are. You're right. No president is perfect, but there are some presidents who's done some things or allowed things to happen that I can't see past. A lot of people would say the same thing about JFK having Marilyn Monroe sneak through the back door into the White House. 
that's stupid. But but still, it, it's yeah, it's yeah. I'm it's, looking at I'm looking at more of the. the but what I'm saying the though moral is moral implications. It's issues people to are going to find issues more. That's a big fucking moral issue that people have with them. That's yeah. But it has no bearing on any. It doesn't hurt I, anybody. I know that. I understand these that. other things but that we're I'm talking saying, about are moral things that hurt. People. But what I'm saying is, you can find something with any president. Well, I mean, by that standard, then I mean, doing a top ten list is tough. It, well, my point is, is that I'm choosing my battles. I'm choosing based on how I see those moral failings of of, of mortal men, human men, and I'm and I I guess I'm applying some judgment to it. But there are things I will not overlook. I'm sorry. Yes, dropping dropping the bombs in Japan ended the war. But my moral code says that was wrong, regardless of what could have happened if he hadn't done it. Because you do not make that choice. So what you're saying is one issue. Yes, one, one issue one, can sway can, my view. Can, yes. can get rid of all the good that someone does. No, it doesn't get rid well, of the what good. You're saying. It doesn't get rid of the good. What I'm it, saying, what I'm, it does color my view of that. Because person. what I'm saying is the opposite. I'm saying, look, yes, I understand that one thing that they did was terrible, but look at all the other good that they have done for the country. I, I don't. It's not that I'm arguing with the good. I'm just what you're saying is what I'm is, saying is my personal opinion of them is colored by those bad things. I'm still capable of of appreciating the good that they did. Okay. But my own personal opinion is colored by those actions, for sure. Because my moral code says that those actions were wrong, and, and I don't think I don't think most people are are would argue with you. Yeah. Well, but what I'm saying though is is most people I don't think would would say because of that it would discredit. All the good that someone did. I'm not, but I said my point. I'm not but, but, discrediting but you what are. they do. You are. No, I'm just discrediting their position on a list. <laughs> That's all. What What you're saying is because of one thing that happened, they're not one of the top quarter. Well, I mean, we've got a very small pool to choose from. That's what I'm saying. So and I that, guess by that saying. argument, sure, fine, but 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 that, but, that, but yeah, yeah, and that, yeah, and that's the point I'm trying to get to is. If you're picking 10 people, you're going to have issues with most of them. Yes. But you only have 10 of 45 to pick from. All right. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. I'm not It does, if, it does not change my mind about how I view these people. But what I'm and I, yeah, and I, but I'm what, sorry, I'm, but what I, I'm what I'm saying though is you don't have if you're taking now if this was if we had 100 145 presidents to pick from, It'd be a different story. It'd be a different story because yeah. you'd probably be a little more choosy with them. But. All right. But I'll compromise with you. I'll, I'll let you put Truman on the list, but I have to fight against Obama. I'm sorry. Okay. I, 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 I mean, and that's, again, and, and, coming and, and, from someone who like voted I said, for him twice. But like I said, I had him like fringe anyway, okay. as it was. It's not like I had him, you know. Yeah, number six. Yeah, exactly. No, it was he was, it was it was one of the fringe. Yeah, I had Bill Clinton as a, as a fringe uh, French person also see and he's one that again i i was only old enough to vote for him once but um and i did and i don't do regret that decision but i would say that clinton is another one where some of the bad outweighs the good well yeah i mean you could probably you could trace a good chunk of the great recession back to his presidency as far as his NAFTA policy goes, well, I know, that, well, that, I know NAFTA that and deregulating banks that yeah. was under Clinton. Oh yeah, absolutely. But you know, it, I mean, but you got to look at 
you know, Clinton also ushered in the longest economic expansion in, in U.S. history. You know, well, he, I think he, which was dur- helped and fueled by the by the tech boom. It was because I mean he because during his eight years they created over twenty two million jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, unemployment rates for African Americans and Hispanics were, were the lowest were the lowest in in recorded history. Mm-hmm. Um, he signed the the Family Medical Leave Act, paid off three over three hundred and sixty uh, billion dollars of the national debt. Right. I mean the guy did he did, he did a, good things. He, he did I'm good not things. Saying, yeah, no, no I wouldn't put him in a top ten list, no. but. And my biggest issue with him is NAFTA. I think I know why he signed it, at least as far as the surface story goes. But well, he signed it because it was it was negotiated under uh, under George Bush. That and he didn't still didn't have to sign it. He but didn't, he, but he also did it as a compromise for some of those other policies that you pointed yeah. out. Doesn't matter. It's still it was a bad deal, and it still hurts. Yeah, it's still hurting us today. One thing that. I think Bill Clinton doesn't get a lot of credit for is the creation of GPS because he signed the executive order shortly before he left office to descramble the satellite signals, which gave the country GPS signal. Hmm. I didn't even Cause, know that because the government had been using the military been using GPS for years, right? Hmm. So yeah, he, he opened up GPS for once. Well, I mean, which. It's not that big of a thing, no, but no. it's, you know, it's... Well, it, it's a big enough thing for me who has who is greatly directionally challenged. <laughs> I mean, like, severely, like, blind man directionally challenged. So GPS has been a very beneficial thing to me. But yeah. you're right, yeah, that's very small potatoes on the on the international and world scale. Um, I, speaking of Harry Truman earlier, um, I didn't know that Harry Truman established the NSA... Um, and the CIA. See, that's another thing that I would almost say was a bad thing. Really? Yeah. Uh, he also created the uh, National Security Council. Mm-hmm. Um, See, it's those were those were baby steps to which we still haven't uh, totally hit, but those were baby steps to the uh, military-industrial complex that Eisenhower warned us about. Yeah. That is obvious still in effect and stronger than ever. Stronger than ever. He also did allow... Which this would wouldn't fly today, but he allowed uh, two hundred thousand over two hundred thousand World War II refuge, refugees in the U.S. From where? From World War II countries, just uh, yeah, across from, the from from Europe. Well, war torn Europe. Yeah, it wouldn't fly today, but see, that's that's something I see as a that's a moral imperative. That's something that is the right thing to do, even if it's. Not necessarily, but it, it, so. would, it wouldn't happen today, though. Well, no, because we live in a morally bankrupt country right we do. now. So, well, we, I think we have for a while, really. But. Possibly. Well, since we're like way over an hour, let's, <laughs> let's try to put some kind of list right, yeah. Together. Let's let's do it. I don't know what. Uh, if Truman has to be on the list, he's got to be ten. I wouldn't. Say, I mean, I'm not saying Truman does. Okay, good. <laughs> if he is, he's on ten. Um, I mean, I would, I would say, I would think James Madison would have to be on there. Well, go ahead not, I mean, huh? Go ahead and put him at ten then. How about Polk? <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up! Didn't he How create... about Buchanan? <laughs> wasn't Buchanan the the, he was the, the only alcoholic president we've no, ever wasn't, had? No, wasn't uh, Buchanan the only gay president we've had? I don't think. Well, if he was, I didn't. know Wh- Which one? Um, I don't. I didn't know we've ever had a gay president. 
Well, he wasn't openly gay. Well, no one was openly gay back then. Yeah, James Buchanan, because he was the only... He, okay, so I'm just off the top of my head. I'm not actually looking this up. He was the only lifetime, lifelong bachelor president we've had. Okay, that does not um, necessarily make him gay, but okay. But he had his friend, and I'm using air quotes right no. now. Same friend. kind of friend that J. Edgar Hoover had? He, yeah, uh, okay. but he had a friend that lived in the White House with him the whole time of his presidency. Hmm. Well, that actually improves my opinion of him, actually, um, a little bit. Yeah, J. Edgar, Edgar Hoover was black uh, blackmailed by the by the uh, by the mafia because of his homosexuality. Hmm. So yeah, um, yeah, so yeah, it's something that no one. I mean, it's not no one really knows for sure if Buchanan was gay or not, but it's it did sure. How about Taft? There were there were a lot of there were a lot of jokes about it at the time. Oh, okay, how about Taft? What did Taft? What did Taft do? Isn't Taft the one who slept with uh, Mr. Burns' mom? <laughs> God. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, I mean, I think that's who it was. We got like three minutes to wrap this up. Oh wow! Well, we're I'm not not really. We're out, we're at an hour and sixteen minutes though. So okay. Well, what what, what let's let's, uh, let's let's put something together. Okay. Um, let's that, put Washington four or five. I had, I had Washington at four. Okay, that's fair. I want I want Jefferson at three. That's why I put him at. Okay, cool. Oh. Um. Because then, I mean, number one, it's glad, it's, one glad, it's glad to know you want things. But yeah, okay. well, usually I'm I'm just t- t- going. typical fucking left, uh, far left liberal. You can't com- compromise on anything. It's just got to be your way. Really, but, but go ahead. Whenever go ahead. we've no, keep, no, no, keep, no, keep no, going, keep no. going. Whenever we've done lists, I've always been very easygoing and compromised. <laughs> a lot. I'm just, I'm just busting. There are balls. certain things I will not compromise. I'm on. just busting your balls. It's called principle, Nick. Whatever. Um... <laughs> Uh, Teddy. Yeah, I would. Six I would or have, seven. Yeah, I, yeah. How about Eisenhower? Let's put Eisenhower. Would you do five or seven? Eisenhower. Yeah. No, I, I put him at five. Oh, okay, that's why I said five or seven, because I think you, you put Teddy Roosevelt at six, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, you got three spots left. Do we put Gen- Kennedy on there? I wouldn't put him on there. Just I mean, because it was. <sighs> If he, maybe if he was able to 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 you know not get shot to death and actually complete a lot of yeah the that stuff was he, totally his fault I know that I, I'm damn not saying, him I'm for not letting those it, bullets I'm not saying it was his, his body damn you Lee Harvey Oswald <laughs> and your magic bullets I told them to slice my sandwich <laughs> <laughs> oh that's terrible a little bit of levity for the for a show that's pretty pretty argumentative yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. know. Since you shot down like every fucking person I said, why don't you throw something else out there, I Chachi? Didn't shoot down everyone. Fuck yeah, you, said, you did. Everyone I've got on here, you you said no to. I want Reagan on it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, let's see. Um, I would say that uh, on this February list, they had Reagan at number nine. Huh. Lower than I thought they would. And they had Barack Obama at number eight. Yeah. Well. So go ahead and go ahead and throw I'm something looking, out there. I'm okay. looking. Keep on looking. I don't know. Would okay. you like me to go over some of the ones you said no to? No, I remember the ones I said no to. Okay. Why don't you go over some of the ones you said I said no to that you are certain should be on the list, other than Obama? Because I'm, I'm, I'm. I I would put Harry Truman on the list. I would definitely put him on there. Well, I, Just, I told you if he, if you want to put Truman on there, I'll go with that. Uh, but you got to put him at ten. Well, I had, I would put Johnson at ten, but okay. See, I I wouldn't. He was one that I 
I'm sorry. If just, I... just. I mean, mainly off the strength of his poverty platform and his civil rights platform. I can't overlook the possibility that there's some complaint. Yeah. Um, because you got your tinfoil hat on. As I pointed out, there's a <laughs> lot of circumstantial evidence. Um, I know Carter. I I like Carter. I I I, I, I wouldn't like, like I said. Most of the stuff he did was was post presidency. Presidency. Yeah, not that's not untrue. I don't know. I guess if we have to turn a blind eye to war crimes and treason, I'm gonna put Johnson on there. But Truman's 10 and Johnson's 9. Okay. Because at the very least, at least Johnson didn't call for the death of 50,000 people in the blink of an eye. Well, I mean, I don't know. I can just say that there is a a possibility that because of that action, I'm sitting here today. Me too. Oh, me too. You also. You know, but if we weren't sitting here today, then we wouldn't know it. So to me, I still see it as, as... um, a morally dubious decision. And I'm being generous. Yeah, one more spot. What do you got? Trump. I'm just fucking kidding. I'm going to stab you in his face. <laughs> <laughs> is Trump on that on your, on that board? He is. Is he number 45? He, is, he No. He's higher than 45. Why is he number 44? Who's 45? Oh, because Grover Cleveland was president twice. Grover Cleveland's oh, number twenty-two and twenty-four. Right, right. So okay. there, are, technically, there's only been forty-four presidents. Gotcha. There's been forty-five presidencies, but only forty-four presidents. So okay. yes, he's so he's there. still at the bottom of the list. Yes. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah fair yeah. enough. Um, I really wish I could put Benjamin Franklin on there, but he's not a president. Nope. I should leave all these long pauses then. Just well, <laughs> only only to that maybe the microphone's picking up the gears turning. You can't pick, can't see the smoke, but it can pick up the gears turning. Maybe uh, Andrew Jackson. What did he do? Other than get end up on the twenty dollar bill, and didn't he get shot by that burr guy? Yeah. Uh, Grant was pretty useless as a president. Yeah, he was one of the worst ones we had. It's funny because they're according to this this February poll from like president number nine through president seventeen. So that would have been William Henry Harrison through Andrew Johnson, with the exclusion of Abraham Lincoln, were all like ineffectual. They were all terrible presidents. According to this list, they were all, let's see, 42, 37, 35, 38, 41, 43, and 40. Right. <laughs> so we had a bad stretch there. Yeah. Can we put Roosevelt on there twice? <laughs> Franklin? Or Lincoln on there twice? <sighs> Come on, Ian. We, got, we need one more. One more. God damn. I don't like any of my choices. I know you don't. Total. This is total democracy at work. I know. Don't, don't like any of our choices, and you're going to end up choosing one that you don't like. Now you see why I had Barack Obama as a fringe one. Yeah. Well, hey, if I can excuse atomic um, atomic whatever, I guess I can excuse drone strikes. But I don't want it. I don't. What is that, number seven? I mean, we, could, we could put him at number ten and move the other ones up. Uh, no. I think Truman should stay at ten. 
So we'll move up from nine. Put Obama at nine. Okay. Because drone strikes maybe are a little. I don't know. I, I don't have anyone. I mean, like I said, the the ones I I mean I wouldn't oh, put. Did you have a top ten? Yeah. What was your top ten? Well, I'm, I'll go over my top ten after I read our top ten. All right. Um. So yeah, I'll put him on there. We'll move these guys up. All right. Okay. So ready? Yep. Here's our. I didn't think it was going to be this difficult. But, it is uh, tough because, well, I mean, it's not like we're we're doing a top ten movies where our opinions can be swayed based on you know, or it's not. There's just not any. Yeah. This is different. I you know this was this is a pretty argumentative episode. Here, I don't think we've argued this much since our religion episode. Yeah. So our, here's our top ten uh, U.S. presidents at number ten: Harry Truman, number nine: Barack Obama, number eight. Lyndon Johnson, so it's basically the three that Ian said no to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> number seven. Jam- Still not happy with the choice. <laughs> number seven, James Madison. I mean, fuck, I could put Trump on there for you. Number seven, you got James Madison. Number six, you got Theodore Roosevelt. Number five, Eisenhower. Mm-hmm. Number four, George Washington. Number three, Thomas Jefferson. Number two, Franklin Roosevelt. And number one, Donald Trump. I mean, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if you go down the list I put together, it's pretty similar. Okay. I had Lincoln, Washington, Roosevelt, Eisenhower, Jefferson, Teddy Roosevelt, Truman, Madison, Johnson, and Obama. Yeah, I don't know. I I just, I don't know. I mean, because. I'm, ha- I'm happy with the list from five up. I would say I would say at the forty the forty four presidents that we've had, I would probably really only classify maybe maybe twenty of them, eighteen to twenty of them, like good presidents. So I mean, even though there's forty four presidents that we've had, if you're gonna do a, t- a top as far 10 as list, good presidents. Presidents that we have, that have, like I said before, that have had long-lasting positive impacts on our country. Okay. Policy-wise. All right. Fair enough. I still tend to judge people, Bay. I know you do, because you Greater, judge people. I, well, <laughs> if you don't want to be judged, don't be president. I know. I don't judge my peers. Maybe I'll be president one day. Yeah, I'll judge the shit out of you when you're president. <laughs> Seriously. Um. All right, that's all I got, Ian. That's all I got. Uh, that kind of wore me out, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a good argument like that in a while. Uh, with this the longest episode I think we've ever done. Um, as always, you can email us any questions or comments to lifeinjournalmi at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, if you like the show, leave us a review. Share it with somebody that uh, you might also think but you also think would might like. like with ears. If you know someone who has ears <laughs> share the show. hear... Share this show. Yes, yes, that's what I was getting to. God, I'm fucking tired too. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, yeah. Just leave us a review and check out the show, and that's all I got. I'm good. All right. Until next time. Talk to y'all later. Peace. Playing my role, let me tell you about it. This shit right here, man, I'm about about it. Only real niggas reside around me. Yo, lady, drop a card around me. Dip like I know you can, bitch. Show me the rust like we in the ring. Got you two cobras, you wanna hang? Shoulder to shoulder, the niggas basic. You know I won't lie. 
Know that I ain't for that fuck shit You niggas alright But I'm way better and she love it Know that y'all sick as fuck Here go this tissue, bro We taking the dub Hoping you get you some This here like a pick-me-up She taking my drugs Know they see the sign That's from down the side Know they sick as fuck Know they sick as fuck Tell them get well soon Tell them get well soon Know you sick as fuck Get well soon Oh shit Watch out you the car, Billy Oh shit